So is, do you go? Is it DJ Chris? Yeah. Chris Lutz. Yeah. Okay. Just DJ Chris Lutz. All right. Not not to be confused with Chris Lutz. Which <laughs> That's a some of the person. bars I work at actually will mess with me sometimes and put my name like C H R I space S L U T Z and I'm like, man, come on, DJ Cry Sluts. <laughs> so. Crying Sluts, dude. Uh, I, know, I get it, it a lot. What is it? Uh, OnlyFans. It sounds like a <laughs> DJ. Sounds naked. like a thing. It's a monetization yeah. path. Yes, yes, it is. Welcome to the Fashion DJ Podcast. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me always is the self-identified, what, oldest millennial? That's, I am the yeah. oldest millennial, <laughs> David Michael. And the original, <laughs> one of the OGs of the, the 937, Tony DeSaro. And with us this week is DJ Chris Lutz. What's up, guys? Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for guys for having me. Well, Appreciate it. I mean, we've been... It's been a long time. You should have been on the show like forever ago, but you're, you're kind of a busy dude, though. Yeah, I work, uh, let's see here, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday now, so at least five days a week. Yeah, yeah, because so. I, I see you on socials, you're playing here, you're playing there, but we, before we get too far into it, why don't you go and drop your socials and uh, tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Okay, uh, socials are just at DJ Chris Lutz. It's just my name. Um, L-U-T-Z is how you spell the last name, for anybody wondering. Um, <laughs> um, so pretty much who I am. Um, you want me to tell my age? It's up to you. A lot of people think I'm 17. I'm really 32 years of age. <laughs> uh, I've been DJing since I was 20, so going on well, just about 12 years now. And uh, started DJing when I was 20. I was actually in Sinclair Community College uh, going for a... Going through their DJ program? No, God, no. Okay. They don't even have one. <laughs> and if they did, this man would probably be running it. <laughs> uh, no, I actually went to school for machining. Okay. Oh, which, cool. yeah, dumbest idea i've ever had in my entire life uh haven't been using that so no god no i I mean growing up i bounced around jobs i worked for PetSmart, buffalo wild wings i mean red robin i've never been able to stick with a job well growing up my dad was a machinist for several years okay so i was just kind of like following his footsteps because that's all i really knew yeah for sure but then my junior year of college i guess you could call it at a community college Mm -hmm. um, the victory lap I started hanging out at the local like bar area. That's actually where I met Emily at. But um, okay. it was Adobe Gila's up at the green. Oh, yeah. And one of the DJs there was kind of talking to my cousin. And I was talking to him. And he's like, hey, the wedding company that I work for, he was like, we're hiring. Do you want to be a wedding DJ? And I'm like, well, you know, at high school parties, I always had the iPod and the ox mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll give it a try. That's how it all starts. And then I got the gateway. This, yeah. <laughs> so then I jumped into this like professional like which scared the shit out of me, by the way. Mm-hmm. My first wedding ever was at Country Club of the North. Oh, fancy. Oh, super yeah. fancy. And I'm, I'm like panicking. Were you by yourself? No, God, no. That's oh, okay. the cool part about that company I work for, which we could talk more about that for in sure. a little bit. Um, but there was three of us there, actually. Mm-hmm. An MC, a DJ, and then the guy training me. Okay. So, um, but that was my first wedding. Um, so I kind of that's how I got into DJing and started and then started working at the bars where I met my beautiful wife, Emily, mm-hmm. which half of you guys know. Do you know her? Oh, yeah, you met her a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah CrossFit. Yeah. David doesn't know her, but yeah, she's I'm pretty sure, awesome. I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah, but Tony's <laughs> known her for a long time, so uh, it's kind of where I met her. And then since then, uh, we got married. Uh, we're on our second house. Uh, we foster dogs. We have two of our own. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not then, allowed to meet my wife. Our wives are not allowed to meet. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Same with mine. Yeah, we just will all end up with 27 dogs. Yeah. Yes, 50, 50, 11 foster dogs. By the end of the week, we will own a mansion. <laughs> 32 kids. Dog, dog compound. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at now. Uh, just trying to stay busy. Um, I did want to be this big time DJ. I did want to play festivals. I mean, I still do want to play festivals, but I wanted to be like this big guy. 
but then social media kind of like scared me a little bit mm-hmm. just because like how so uh i mean like if you read the comments i mean like tony's an og here he can do a mix and somebody's gonna hate on him in the comments mm-hmm. and it's just like do i really want that life like i hate negative i see i hate negative stuff that's fair and like i try to avoid it at all costs and i don't know i'm just more content with like making good money and making a good income mm-hmm. to like have a good life and so far that's going pretty good i I totally get that because like it's kind of a similar thing with passionate dj right like we've actually been really lucky in this department where our our audience is really cool like 99 percent of the time and we we almost never get negative comments and when we do it's like it'll be on a youtube video Mm -hmm. for something that's like search engine heavy like you know a gear review review or something like so it's not our normal followers it's just a rando now uh during covid i was doing live stream mm -hmm. and stuff like that i got nothing but like a hundred percent positive like until facebook wanted to shut me down of course (laughs) and every everybody else that was streaming yes yes. but i get it because like if you get a if you get a constant barrage of even 50 50 or you know 80 20 you know positive to negative comments i mean that it's just a constant source of anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like- and, it, and it really, ta- it takes more than that 80% um, for some people to, to yeah. balance out that negative. And most of today is like social media is there's a lot of trolls out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a couple of friends that would just start fights with people, <laughs> which I don't even consider my friends, but you know, like they just do it to have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like perfect point right here. It's like two days ago, I woke up to someone tagged me in one of my pictures I posted at a bar. It was just my Rain 12s and some guy in the background going like this or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they said the bar's name. I'm not going to say it. But then they were like, ha, ha, ha. And like middle fingers. What a terrible place. And I'm like, I've never even seen you in this bar. And there's only like maybe like 50 people that go in this bar every week. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I won't appreciate like that. Like, you don't know me. I don't know you. Like any more negative stuff. I'm just going to ban you. He's like, go ahead. And he said some other stuff. I'm like, dude, like... He just woke up and chose violence. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, what did I do to you? Like, but that's the negative stuff I'm talking about. Okay. It's just like that little thing just like pretty much ruined my day. And I'm like, man, like, come on. That's one reason why I haven't played out since 2017 is yeah. because all of that yeah. gives me anxiety. Dude, yeah, it freaks me out. And it's so bad now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, post-COVID or whatever you want to say, you know, that, yeah. I mean, we were all so amped up and... Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> locked up and all that stuff and everybody learned how to be a troll level expert and it's that's all it is man and like the company i dj for like with weddings and stuff still that same company which it's legacy event group out of miamisburg um they want me to start doing more like reels and like tiktok yeah. stuff and i'm oh, just like for, for you for your brand yeah like yeah. my brand yeah. and it's like i had tiktok I don't know about you guys, but I was scrolling on TikTok for like two plus hours at night. So Trying I del- to go to bed. I deleted the app for my personal being. I'm I did like, too. Yeah. I'm not doing this. And yeah, then the my reels. wife got it and it started happening to her. I was like, yeah. I want no part of that shit. But then if you <laughs> notice after TikTok exploded, Instagram, Facebook, yep. everybody, YouTube, all reels, reels, YouTube reels. shorts and then, yep. yeah, the little yeah. 15 seconds. Yeah. I'm just what like, was man. it? Music? What was the little seven second one back in the Vine. Day? Vine. Yeah, oh, Vine's Vine. back, baby. Yeah. Is it really? I mean, I it mean, is. In spirit, I guess. I think I heard it was supposed to come back actually. Actually, but I don't know if isn't it, maybe that's just a rumor. Isn't TikTok Vine like a no? It was um, it was musically. Oh, before. okay. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought. I thought TikTok was the new Vine. I thought it was too. Yeah, I mean, I think it is in spirit, but I don't. I, maybe they have some the same. I people, feel like the content was kind of the same. Yeah, because so I, I used to use like, musically to find out what the new tracks were that the kids were listening to. But then again, you know, in Vine's day, what year would have that been? Would that have been? Because now we're talking vertical video on mobile. 2013, 12, so, 13-ish. Yeah. 
and we didn't all have the greatest phones back then to be able to do stuff like that. So it was probably consumed on a laptop and stuff. Okay. And so I, I mean, think now it's it's a little different this go around because it's just like you said, you can just get lost in a rabbit hole of 15 second videos for hours. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah. Like I, I'm not even joking when I say this. I was hunched over my kitchen table like this scrolling through my phone. and I looked up and it was an hour and 45 minutes. Mm hmm. And that's yeah. when I was like, I'm getting it off. Like, I do it even <laughs> on Facebook. I do it. Yep. And like, I, so I took the Facebook app off my phone mm-hmm. and I, that's been more than two years since I did that. But even when I like, I'll sit at my laptop and I'll just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and be like, man, I'm starving or something like something <laughs> will make me look at the clock. And I'm like, Oh, oh my man. God, the sun's down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's three 30 in the morning. I probably go to sleep. Just so I can sit here and hate myself and everyone I know. Like that's, <laughs> this is terrible. I mean, there will be some cool videos that like, I'm I'm a tear like guy like I cry like mm. in like sad movies and stuff and mm-hmm. all my guy friends are like oh don't be a wuss and I'm just like dude like I don't know if something like gets to me like but there's some of those videos on there that will actually like mm. hit me and I'm like oh, oh man like me like, I'm in the dog algorithm yeah so I always know. get like the little dogs like just running around and they'll put voices to yeah. them that or if like a dog's like they're saying goodbye to their dog yeah it's like or reuniting oh, like, with the military yeah, guy yeah, military and that, those yeah. get me bad man yeah. i'm like I, you're i'm not crying you're crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> get back in there dear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i just i let it go <clears throat> i mean i i saw top gun again this morning and that was like the third time i've cried yeah, and it's not even it. a sad movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, man, I love this so movie. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big baby. So, do you like trance music? <laughs> uh, good transition there. Uh, so, honestly, I get so lost, and I was thinking about this on the way here too. And I'm like, you know, if someone asked me, like, what's your favorite genre? Like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, because they all bleed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so like when I was DJing with the radio and stuff, like. The radio was playing all pop music and then out of nowhere like hot 1029 was playing pop music and ed sheeran and and then there was like collabs going everywhere and i just like i screw it yeah i'm a party guy i don't care <laughs> but i don't care what genre i don't really mess with too much trance so how would you describe your sound then uh, just for i mean people are going to be able to go and listen to you uh, after the show once we publish like um but. i'd probably say like mainstream like electro house i guess okay. you could say so big, uh, like, bassy sounds. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, it depends. Uh, kind of like good what, builds. What and, show? I guess I've never had the opportunity to like do an actual so like Land of Illusion. They do like EDM night. Yeah. So I always try to put like a set list of like dubstep, hard trap, like gotcha. drum and bass stuff. But it's Makes all sense. like it's like main like stuff. Like for instance, like Nicki Minaj Starship. So I'll do like a drum and bass mix to that or something like that. Okay. It's like so it's kind of like top hits mixed with like open format yeah, yeah. open oh, format yeah. genre open, bending yeah. a little bit yeah open okay. format like i mean is that what you're gonna do today after yeah talk? so i mean yeah i'll be playing i mean electro house i'll be playing some pop remixes and stuff like that cool which kind of what i was saying earlier i just made the switch to record box so <laughs> yeah. i don't have my entire library so i got a good amount of stuff on here yeah but. so we're looking at your setup here in the studio right now for those who are listening to the audio version and chris brought uh, a very lovely flagship pioneer setup a pair of uh 2000 are they nexus twos or no, three thousands i mean three yeah. thousands and the uh he's coming 900 with the threes, but he's leaving with the twos yeah oh is that <laughs> it is is that the right. off today yeah right. maybe you won't notice um so yeah you made the switch to so you 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 didn't fuck around <laughs> yeah, that's, no. yeah. i took about a couple weeks and i'm like fuck this i'm just pulling the trigger bit the bullet wife was not happy still not happy but i love you You're watching. Um, uh, are you happy with the hardware right now yes and i think i mean it's not just the hardware i am more so like i just ditched the computer Mm. I feel free. Mm. Nice. I'm not scrolling. I'm not. So my big thing is like, I do a lot of summer gigs outside 
And my big thing is like, I can have this out in hundred degree heat and it's going to work perfect. Mm. At least to my knowledge. I, mean, I haven't had it mess up yet. Tony I confirm. Mean, <laughs> I mean, Tony might have some problems with it too, but this like MPU is like supposed to be like For the most part. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Um, but like my laptop, I have a like 2019 MacBook. I mean, it's fast, amazing, but it gets so hot. And then I'm yeah. bringing a fan and I'm like mm. trying to keep it as cool as possible. I have hard drives. I got USB cables going everywhere. And I'm just like, you know what? If I can ditch the computer, and all those cables, like there just went my book bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then my dumbass thought, hey, put it in a coffin. You ain't got to carry anything but the coffin. <laughs> Which coffin. is true. It's very true. <laughs> but you see the size of that thing? <laughs> you can fit a child in that. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's just really heavy. And just out of curiosity, so that being your motivation, um, how did you talk yourself into the full badass setup rather than like an RX3, like an all in one? So, well, but your last set of gear wasn't. Do you want me to go through the... Yeah, it wasn't low-end. Yeah, so, yeah, The list of gear. Yeah, that, share, yeah, share your yeah. experience. How did, you, how did you get here? Okay, uh, how did I get here? So when I first met my wife, I was DJing with that company. I mean, a little controller board at the club or whatever. And she was like, if you got your own equipment, like, could you do your own stuff? And I'm like, yeah, yes, I could. And she's like, well, what do you want? At the time, the CDJ 900s were big. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... They still took CDs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the only one that doesn't have a CD player, unfortunately, which I don't know who still plays CDs but my mother. But, yeah. She bitches about cars not having CD players now. Yeah. I'm like, Mom, get with the times. Like, come on. Um, well, CDJ 900s and a DJM 700 was my first okay. setup. Um, and then that's, I ran... That's pretty that's still, At solid. the time, that's, that's, yeah. that's yeah. my yeah. end. Yeah. And my wife bought it all, too, which was great because I didn't really have too much money to my name. Mm-hmm. Just kind of how I grew up. And then I bounced around every job. I never could keep a job. So I was pretty broke. Uh, but she took a chance on me and I just started practicing, which I don't know why I was doing it, but I was using virtual DJ at the time because that's the only software I knew. Um, from there, I was following another DJ who's a good friend of mine, DJ Ant out of Columbus. He was using the SZ, the new controller. And he's like, dude, you got to get this. And I shit you not, it was the next morning I bought it. <laughs> I was like, okay, if this guy's doing this good on this. Mm-hmm. So I used that for a couple of years and I loved it. I've owned two of those actually. Okay. And, uh, so from there I took the CDJ 900s, I traded them on Facebook marketplace for the, the RXZ, the record box. Mm-hmm. It was like the three mm-hmm. screens yep. is massive as hell. The one mm-hmm. that did video mixing and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, this is a huge upgrade from the spaceship. C- yeah, dude, you ain't kidding. <laughs> it was massive. Yeah. Bigger than the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You had one at your house once somebody brought over and yeah, I, I remember seeing it in person. Like, oh, gnarly. I mean, you, yeah. Yeah. And I was still using a computer at the time. So I'm like, you got to make room for that too. And it's, it's melting my computer because of how much energy it's drawing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. So I got on marketplace and I saw a guy in, uh, some Mexican guy in Columbus, he was selling an 850 pioneer mixer with CDJ 2000 Nexus, nice. like the first model. And he wanted 2000 for it. And I was like, Oh, that's a great, and I was that's like, a great rig. Okay, cool. And I was like, so I talked to him and he was like, Hey, I'd be willing to do a trade if you can prove to me that works. Well, my dumbass uninstalled the software before I even went up to Columbus. So I got up there and I couldn't even prove it worked. And I was like, give me a second. I was like, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> took it home. I took it to guitar center. I'm like, what's the best you can offer me? And they said 1400, which I thought was really good for guitar center. Cause yeah. usually they're yeah, like $200. Yeah. 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 So I took <laughs> we'll 1400, <laughs> <laughs> I put out 600, drove to Columbus and that was my new setup. Nice. I, this the story can get really long because I've owned a lot of equipment. I use an eight fifty to this day. That's what this is right here. It is pretty sexy. It's, over a, there. it's a good good. I mean, it's a poor man's nine hundred. I always said it. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's honestly, Serato certified. Yeah. It works yeah. with tracker. Works with everything. It works with everything. Yeah. And there, for now, yeah. there's not much of a difference if you look at it right here to there. I mean, it's I mean, got a lot of the same few effects things, and stuff. but you got to look. Yeah, 
and probably stuff I haven't even figured out yet with this guy. Yeah. But from there, I got Rain 12s, the first model. And then I started DJing. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I sold all the, the SZs. I sold the Rain 12s. I'm like, man, I'm just done with this. Did you swap, swap to Serato at the Rain 12s or had you already done that? Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. My bad. Um, so when I made the switch to Serato, it was with the CDJ 900s, but okay. it was like later on. Which, Were you doing like a HID? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which uh, which is kind of funny because uh, with Virtual DJ, which have you guys all used Virtual DJ? I've never used it. Yeah. Here and there. Was, I, so they actually have a sync button on the screen. Okay. So I used it when I first started DJing to kind of like develop beat matching and stuff. And, yeah. Which looking back, I just want to smack myself because I was cheating. It's a tool. I know, a it tool. is a tool. It is. Yeah. It is a tool. Um, but I actually jumped on Serato and I made the switch. I got the... Uh, what was the boxes? The Serato boxes. Uh, the, the SSL. SL, SL7. The SL3 is what I got, Three, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I called Serato because I was struggling. And he's like, yeah, can I help you? And I was like, um, this may be dumb. I was like, I'm brand new to Serato. Is there a sync button anywhere? And he just started laughing. <laughs> he was like, bro, you actually got to learn how to DJ. <laughs> oh, shit. And I was like, okay, cool. And then uh, a couple weeks later, I'm DJing. I'm getting the hang of it, like mixing. And then that's how the radio, my radio gig kind of came about. Okay. The local bar brought him in. And then that's where I got that connection at with my buddy, Steven. And then... Which station were you with? 99.9. Okay. I did like live mix shows for him for about five years. I opened shows. Uh, I mean... Doing remotes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like Cash Cash. The artist actually used yeah. my CDJ 900s at the time. Cool. Yeah. They were like, what? Their manager, Tommy Nappy. I don't know if you... Have you ever heard of Tommy Nappy? Um, he was like, hey, like, did your DJ have any equipment? And I was like, I have CDJ 900s just sitting in my room that I'm not even using. And they was like, that'll work. And I'm like, okay, like... Big t- Big time, big time. <laughs> DJ gonna use my gear. Take me home, like just exploded, and like I'm like, oh, okay, like just use this stuff. But, um, but I did a bunch of radio gigs. Uh, open for Flowrider, um, Cash Cash, Echo Smith, uh, MKTO. Uh, I mean, hung out with Fallout Boys manager out back. Um, bunch. Of, I'm probably forgetting a ton of people. There's been a long list: Cincinnati, Dayton, Columbus, but. Oh yeah, Columbus. I worked for Columbus Crew yeah. for three and a half years um, until the money really wasn't worth it, and I was like, I bought a brand new Jeep, which is out in the driveway. It's not very new anymore, but uh, I put like sixty thousand miles on it in like six months. DJ and Ooh. soccer games. But well, I worked in Columbus full time. Yeah, um, four nights a week. Ugly Tuna on campus two nights a week. Adobe Gill is Easton two nights a week, and then I was doing soccer games. Yeah, that's a that's a heavy hustle, dude. You ain't kidding. <laughs> But now my car's over a hundred thousand miles and it's only like four years old and I'm like, man, this sucks. <laughs> Which, who, who owns the Kia outside? That's my wife. Okay, because I've been looking at getting one of those. They're so nice. The yep. Kia has really upped their game. Hashtag yep. sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, to circle back really quick about the equipment, I uh, pretty much sold everything and then the new like Pioneer DJ, DDJ 1000 came out but only for Record Box, and there's rumors that it was coming out for Serato and I was like, this is me because I love controllers and I love how it was only like 12 or 13 pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's like so light. I could just pack it up and go really quick. And then the only man on the planet that had one was this guy right here. <laughs> so I forgot Mighty how, Mo. did I reach out to you or you, you were asking questions about, it. I was like, dude, if you want to check it out, yeah, just, that's know, what it was. Come grab it. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? Like, you're going to let me borrow? He's like, yeah, take it home and play with it for a day or two or whatever. What a good spirit. I know. Bingo. So I had to download record. I've known this kid since he was in high school, man. It's, like, it's not like he was going. It's anywhere. been a while. I mean, <laughs> we have, have a you seen how friends. big he is? He's not going anywhere. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <laughs> but, I, knew, I knew him before he was a DJ, so. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know this about me. Before I was a DJ, I was actually an MMA cage fighter. 
believe it or not. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did it for like six years. I've had five sanctioned fights. Wow. My last fight is the only one apparently on YouTube, which is bullshit if you ask me, because all the other ones were sweet. <laughs> I, I whooped everyone's ass in the other ones, but this one I get demolished. Yeah. And I'm like, of course this one's on YouTube. <laughs> but I, uh, I was fighting amateur and it was like I had to fight one more fight and win to go pro. And I was fighting a kid that was undefeated out of Columbus and he was like a wrestler and I was a kickboxer and I was actually whooping his ass. Like we started all, he threw a tie kick. I caught it and just dropped him one hit. And I was like, get up. I'm not wrestling his ass. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, nope. I'm not falling yeah. for that so, trick. Yeah. So then he came at me again. I hit him and then he hit me with a spinning back fist. I mean, everyone here watches UFC, right? Yeah. yeah. I must say I'm not talking Chinese to everybody. <laughs> so, uh, he hit me with a spinning back fist and I was like, what the hell was that? And then he just like hip tossed my ass and then just grounded pounded me, knocked me clean out. I mean, yeah, I was like, what the hell just happened? I woke up and I was like, ref's like, you all right? And I'm like, holy shit. Wow. I'll put it this way. I felt like my head was on a concrete block or like a sidewalk and I felt like my head went through it. Mm. Yeah. I've never been hit that hard. And I was like, I'm done. (laughs) See ya. I was still DJing at the time too. So I was like, I'm just going to focus on this and drop it. My mother-in-law wanted me to focus on gardening. She was like, you should probably quit fighting. And I'm like, "Eh." it's a happy medium. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. I like to think that's what landed my wife because she actually went to one of my cage fights when I first started talking mm. to her. Oh, wow. And I demolished the guy. <laughs> so, like, Ooh, I got to keep her. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. But anyways, he let me use the 1000 and then I fell in love with it. The SRT dropped. I bought it. And then... Yeah, it, was, it wasn't shortly after you borrowed mine that the SRT came out. Oh, right? dude, it was so smooth. And yeah. still today, that's my favorite controller on the market. If I ever have a problem with anything, let's say this catches on fire today, knock on wood, hope it doesn't, but... 1000 SRT is going right in the cart. Yeah. I'll the, buy it tomorrow. The, uh, so I have a, uh, ultimate guide to DJ controllers. So I try to update about every year or so. And it's my top, well, the, the DDJ 1000 or the SRT, either one yeah. is my, my top recommendation on that list. If you like, if you don't give me any other data and you just say, I want a controller, what should I get? I just say that. Yep. Now, if they're a beginning DJ, I don't really throw them that route, but yeah, yeah. Sure. More, it, more like, what is it? Like the SB two or three or something like that or the smaller like yeah the sb3 or the ddj 400 yeah yeah something so basic 400 has paddles on it man i thought that was nuts yeah yeah but yeah i mean that's kind of like where we at today i mean i've i got rain 12 sitting in my basement now that are on ebay so if anyone out there wants to (laughs) that's what i was gonna say earlier it's funny you're talking about swapping out all the gear like i remember seeing the iterations of you buying the gear and then it's showing up on (laughs) facebook marketplace like as he was as he was acquiring all this gear over the years uh, so it's kind of funny everyone you're telling the story and i can like picture where how much is it listed for are you willing to say uh the rain 12s yeah uh so i got both of them on there with two gator cases soft cases and i just put them up for 15 or best offer Okay. So cool. when I bought them brand new, they're over 19. Yeah. yeah. So, which I'm not expecting 15, but if I can get somewhat close to that, that'd be cool. Yeah. But my wife's making me sell them. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing you forward, well, man. The yeah. only the, the thing that's really helped me is that we build a relationship with the DJ hookup and they're a yep. hardware retailer. And so we work with them to do reviews. And so they're always just sending, that's why I got boxes. Stacked which I think I there. have some stuff on so, the, right? Cause mm-hmm. you said, put it on the hookup. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, that at least I get to put hands on stuff and play with it and then send it back. And I don't yep. ever have to pay for it. You know, yep. I don't get to keep it or gig out with yep. it or anything, but it's still fun to push. But I will say, it. I mean, I've owned all the Denon products. Um, I won't go into detail with that, but I will say the 1000 is the best controller still that I've ever played with. In the Denon Prime Go. Mm-hmm. The Prime Go is so much fun. I haven't played with the new Mark, the one that came the out that Pro. has the engine Prime software in yeah, it. Yeah, speakers. Um, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, 
you never really weird. Go, yeah, yeah. You'll use them at your house, but that's it. Yeah, they don't get super loud either, which is weird. Which is weird too. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah we 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 drove around playing with that one day. Yep, the Prime Go with Title. Yeah, if you guys use a computer out there, Title is scary. How sweet <laughs> it is. Uh, I actually just helped a DJ. Um, I won't say his name, but he just got the uh, Flex Six. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and he uh, he's like, how do I get my Apple Music into my playlist in Serato? And I was like. I'm pretty sure you got to like download the actual iTunes music mm-hmm. and then import your library that way. I was like, you can't just take a Spotify playlist yeah. and just launch it right into Serato. And then he was like, well, I got title. How's that work? And I showed him and his like eyes lit up. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, I have every song I ever want. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, pretty that much. easy. And it loads in a split second. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry, so, I'm done talking. Oh, no, no. So no, please. <laughs> you were saying you went through several different ver- versions of your name as a DJ. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like several, as in like five. But like the, the way you were talking, it sounded like an interesting subject we should cover. <sighs> okay. Uh, so it started off with um, DJ Criss Cross, because my name is Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, ah, Criss Cross, that's kind of cool. And everyone's like, yeah, you can wear your shirt backwards. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Criss Cross make you jump. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like whatever, I'll go with Criss Cross. Well, my dumbass self went on Google and I was like, huh, like let's search uh, Criss Cross logos. And there was a cool one. So mm-hmm. I took it, made a Facebook page, made this whole thing. And then one day I woke up to a mean ass message. <laughs> it was DJ Crisscross <laughs> from California. And he was like, bro, he was like, I don't appreciate you using my logo. Like you can ask, I make logos. And I'm like, well, like let's go through the process of making me a logo and changing my name. And he was like, well, what do you want to be? And don't ask me how it happened and why it went this route. But my name was DJ K2. Okay. Like K, like almost like crisscross uh-huh. or like Chris squared or something. Okay. Everyone's like, oh, like K2. And I was like, ah, just K2, like F it. And then the guy that actually did the design logo put K-T-W-O. And I'm like, man, I just, I quit. I was like, not, <laughs> like I, that, I, that makes no sense to me. Like I don't. So I was DJ K2 for a while. And all my friends still call me K2. I don't know why. <laughs> because they always say K2 closed the club. Because okay. I've worked, I've, you probably know this too. You've worked at several bars in the area, yeah. clubs. They eventually shut down. Well, all my friends blame me for it. Oh, you, you were the X factor to call <laughs> yes, the clubs like, closing. Like Adobe's, gotcha. they closed the night after I DJed. Oh like, wow! I mean, like, I mean, I DJed at Mass. They shut down. I mean, Tony's DJed there several times. It's like, but all my friends just like to make Paul's nightclub in the Oregon District when it was there. I was there. They shut down. I mean, the list goes yeah. on and on. I'm probably like at Hammer least Jackson? eight bars. Pearl, no. Okay. Hammerjacks is before your time. Uh, he was yeah. probably 12. Yeah. Probably. No, actually, uh, so Hammerjacks like closed and then they reopened or something like that. And then I trained DJ there one night. Uh-huh. And then it, it shut down? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But my wife has stories about Hammerjacks. When it was, so. it closed and reopened. Was it the same ownership? I, I have no idea. I was freshly like 21 and I was like training yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I don't really, I didn't know anybody or anything. I was like, oh, put this CD in and here's the top hits of this and this and this and mm-hmm. play this Pitbull song. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not beat matching, I'm fading in, fading out. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um, but then I was just sitting there one day after K2 and I'm like, man, like, it's not like, it's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not me. And I was like, how do I get it to be me? Like, how do I think of a cool, unique name? And I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I was like, I'm going as my... <laughs> My name, mm-hmm. DJ Chris Lutz. It's yeah. straight up. Nobody in the world has that name to my knowledge of being a DJ. There's a famous basketball player by the name of Chris Lutz that played at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I know that. But <laughs> um, So we just had this conversation in the driveway. But when I first started DJing and I started producing, actually, I yeah. started. I put, uh, 
a couple tracks on Beatport or something, and then I got a nasty gram from a David Michael, and he was like, "Hey, why are you using my name?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's just my fucking name." I, <laughs> I, went, I decided not to change my name, and so he he fussed about it a little bit. And I mean, this is in the mid two thousands or late two thousands, and uh, I bet he doesn't have a YouTube channel. <laughs> eventually, Stop. we both just stopped caring about it. I think he still put stuff out, but we just whatever. Which that's how the we conversation just, came up. Because I've never yeah. met David until today. Okay. And actually, it's probably on here. I have a Kings and Queens remix, and it's a David Michael remix. Yeah. What me? And I play it all the time. You were like, like, oh, I get what? to finally meet him. It wasn't me, unless it's good, and then it was me. <laughs> so, you're, so I don't get an autograph today? Cool. All right. I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> but no, he's like, no, that's not me, but I have a funny story about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so with all the different places that you DJ, you know, talking about clubs, doing the private events, sporting events, is it, are you playing your sound or do you have a separate sound like that you're playing in the bedroom or the basement or whatever? It's not really my sound. I'm more toward like whatever the event is. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, like land of illusion, like during their aqua stuff, like I play like upbeat, like house, like top 40 stuff. Mm-hmm. But like my Wednesday night crowd, is like a, like a redneckish bar, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Like there's bikers that go in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I play a lot of like classic rock remixes and like stuff like that. So it's like, my sound will literally go from like country remixes to like ratchet stuff. I mean mm-hmm. like anything yeah, yeah. in between, like Tony said, open format. Um, I really don't have a sound. Hmm. I've tried to produce That's my own music. No, you, you had some, I did pretty, some bootlegs. Yeah. You did but, some pretty dope bootlegs. Yeah. Was that during the pandemic or a little bit before that? Way before that. Okay. They're on my YouTube page, but it's like, there's a couple, everyone's like, wow. Like that was pretty cool. There and were then, a couple I did jack from you. Oh, that's like the transitions and everything. I was <laughs> like, I'm stealing that stealing one. It, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, anybody that produces music, I applaud you because that shit's hard. Like, cause me, I changed my mind. Obviously, clearly I went through 26 different DJ controllers and decks and, <laughs> but like one day I'd make something and I'm like, you know what? That could be better. And then I'll change it. And then the next day I'll change it, change it. I don't like it. Scrap it. And mm. it's like, yep. And then back to square one. It's really interesting. I don't think I've ever come across a DJ that does as much as you do, but doesn't really have a sound that they I would say I ha- I've it. come across DJs like that, but not one that actually says it like that. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like there are plenty of open format DJs For that, sure. that are like DJ as a service, you know, and like bar DJs and stuff like that. That I mean, they might just but, but trivia not, DJs and yeah, those all kinds not, of DJs. You're not slamming but, faders though. You're actually playing. Uh, right. You're as for somebody yeah, who does yeah. proper yeah, yeah club mixing and has a real yeah. setup and stuff, it's interesting to hear from your own mouth. I don't really have a sound. Yeah. That's it. I mean, unique to hear that in this room. The only room. time I ever really like slam a fader if there's like some crazy ass request out there and it's like not that busy yeah. of a bar and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'll do some effect and fade out and mm-hmm. then slam the fader and I'm like, okay, but everything You're I do is laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to to some point, there's yeah. some people out there that I'd love to punch in the face. Sometimes, <laughs> like, there was a drunk guy that threw twenty dollars on my table one day and he was like, I'm paying you more than this bar does, and I'm like, are you shitting me, dude? Uh, like, I'm like, man, like get out of here. And he wanted uh ah. Uh, it was one of those new Russ songs that came out, which I don't even follow Russ that much, but, um, yeah, me either. Do you even know who Russ is? Yeah. Okay. Damn it. I wish I knew what song it was. I have several good gig stories. I mean, pretty much every gig I work, I mean, Columbus crew was a lot of fun right before COVID shut down. Uh, I saw the email. I was supposed to do Cincinnati reds. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was supposed to do like opening day. They wanted me to like DJ and introduce the players. Oh, like man. through the main, through like the main tunnel like yeah. area. And I'm like, 
how about you get somebody from the radio in Cincinnati? I was like, let one of the girls introduce because I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Mm-hmm. Like super bad. I'm like, I will mess this whole shit up. <laughs> Knowing your limitations. I was like, yeah. let me just focus on DJ and make sure everything is like family friendly, clean. Let me just do my part and then have them introduce. And they're like, okay, cool. And then outbreak of COVID happened. And then, and then they're talking oh, about shutting down the no. baseball season. And I'm like, and then the email went out. I'm like, fuck. Damn. Like, dude, that was like, because Columbus crew was nice and all, but it's like, I I hate soccer. <laughs> it's like, oh, kick the ball, goal, yeah. It's like, I grew up playing baseball, and it's like, I love baseball, and it's like, I love football, and it's like, I would trade anything in the world to be a Philadelphia Eagle DJ right now, but there's quite a bit, quite a... There's quite a quite long a, line, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, DJ Scooter, he's out in Philadelphia, and he's one of the guys I look up to a lot, and he's one of the, like, Phillies DJs. Mm-hmm. And I, he's done stuff with the Eagles, and I'm like, yeah. I interacted with the Cleveland Indians DJ a little bit, like on Instagram and stuff, because I had you saw him there all the time. Well, we went to the Cubs games yeah. uh, when they were in the World Series, and they when they played the Indians, and so I saw him like DJing the party outside of the stadium and stuff, and, yep. and so then I followed him on Instagram, and the next day I was like tagging him in passionate DJ stuff and trying to get his attention, you know, mm-hmm. and we always thought it'd be cool to get a DJ like that on the show that does something like that. Cause we've never had like a, a stadium DJ. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, sure. I, I could, I could talk a little about, about Columbus crew. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of like Mike was on. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Oh, Mike, I work with access yeah. with Columbus yeah. DJ access. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So me and Mike, we're actually the main, so Mike was the main DJ for Columbus crew. And then I was DJing with Mike and then they brought in DJ leak who was also from Columbus. And then DJ leak moved out to Arizona and it was just me and Mike forever. And then Mike was busy doing like club gigs. And then I took on like 75% of the games for Columbus crew, mm-hmm. which I didn't really like being in the stadium because you had to be there the entire damn day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they had a pavilion DJ that I loved doing because you would DJ like an hour and a half before game and you DJ 15 minutes at halftime and then you pack up and go home nice. <laughs> and you made $300 nice. or you could DJ inside the stadium all day and make $312. <laughs> air, get air conditioning. Yeah. And then, so, so, so tell us, Mike never got into it. So tell us like it, during the match, like how does that work? So, okay. So I'll just kind of take you like parking, you, you go in or whatever, you go to the stage, they want you there super early for mm-hmm. like the marketing team meeting for the whole day mm-hmm. like so-and-so is going to do this like cameras angle is going to do this, this and this and you had to kind of sit through the whole thing like dj chris will warm up uh he'll introduce the team or whatever and he'll play warm-up music for an hour and a half or mm-hmm. whatever and then uh the game and all that stuff so we, i had to be there if a game started at like seven i had to be there by like 3 30 mm-hmm. which is i think to me that's dumb as shit but just to go to a production meeting yeah. when i already know what i'm playing and everything and it's like okay mm-hmm. So we do that. I go to the production meeting. We go down there. I would already have everything set up, plugged in to their XLR system. Had to wear. Are headphones. you in the booth or no? Just kind of like on like a stage. Okay. Um, oh, that one. It's like a flat stage. Yeah, that's they where got, we like, usually have lunch. They where, got, where they put the food the at. That, yeah, that was the original uh, uh, breakaway stage. Okay. Yeah. The main stage of yep. breakaway. Yeah, it's like a big flat piece of concrete. Yeah. They put like vendors out there and stuff. Okay. And, um, so we'd set up there. And then I would just wait till game time. And then they're like, all right, go ahead and start playing like warm up music and people would be coming in the stadium and then warm ups would happen. And then I would play the kickoff music and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, like someone in my ears telling me, all right, go ahead and drop kickoff music. And mm-hmm. I'd play freaks, um, by, uh, Timmy trumpets. Cause for some reason they couldn't choose another song. <laughs> it was like four straight years of playing. Dun, 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 I'm like, I'm tired of playing this shit. Um, but it was cool as shit though. Um, and then when the, right when the ball was kicked off or whatever, I don't know soccer that well, but the opening like face off, I guess you could call mm-hmm. them. I would just lower the fader and it'd be dead silent. And then I would have their goal songs. Queued up. Queued up. Okay. And right when their goal score, 
that's when they would tell me like, okay, it's been confirmed, play it. Okay. Um, which was only like a c- couple seconds. There's been a couple of times where they would score a goal that didn't count and yeah. they blew off confetti and people were getting bitched <laughs> at. And it's, um, but then I'd have to say the whole game, God play halftime as well. Okay. Um, so you you have somebody directing you the whole time. Uh, yes. And now, producer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, for the most part. And then, which I'll get to that here in a second, um, which DJing with your own headphones on and then having this and someone telling you what to do. I was like panicking. Mm. I'm like, dude, I need someone here to tell me so I can focus on this because the echo yeah. off mm. the speaker on the other side of the stadium. Oh, you don't have monitors or anything? I mean, I could have brought one. But I just wore I mean, my headphones. They, you know, I mean, they should give you that sort of stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, you, know. you would think so, but they don't. Tony knows. Yeah, Tony, I mean, Tony's got that disapproving look. <laughs> I mean, they gave me a twelve dollar increase from going there to there. So. Um, but anyway, so I was and no monitor. No, and then the worst part was they like I would DJ halftime, which is fine. They give me shout outs during halftime, which yeah. was cool. And then they do like a lot of camera angles. They bring the camera up in your face and show you mixing and like mm-hmm. pregame halftime and stuff. I love that part. It was cool. Like everyone's blowing me up on social media. Like, hey, awesome mix. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, at the end of the game, you got to play for another like 30, 45 minutes or whatever. So most of the time, it's just like pop remixes, like re-drums. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then it's like, then you pack up and go home and no one's even in the stadium. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm getting home at like four in the morning. I'm like, Jesus, this sucks. Like, yeah. So then DJ Leak, who was the third DJ that joined us at Columbus Crew with me and Mike, he was coming back from Arizona and he was like, Chris, he was like, do you have any gigs that you'd be willing to give me at Columbus Crew? And I was like, it's funny that you mentioned that. You could have every single one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting tired of this shit, dude. I was like, you could have most of them. I think I worked two games the rest of that year. Mm-hmm. And then Leak and Access did the rest. And then next year, I was never called back. And it was the Leak and Access show. And then mm-hmm. they went on to do Ohio State and all this other cool shit. And I was like, damn it. Why'd I give it up? <laughs> but my thing was pay. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. The time. Because yeah. Bar Louie was paying me $300 a night. And I was working Wednesday, Friday, Saturday at Bar Louie's. So I was making $900 a week just off that. And then Columbus crew wanted to pay me 312 to go out there at three o'clock in the afternoon and not get home till like one, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's not really worth it. That's a rough run. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting that you talk about the, you got someone in here. Cause like when I do football games, it's just like, there's not someone telling me, okay, it's third and whatever, play this song. It's just like, I just play whatever they, whatever I feel like playing. Whatever, yeah. And it's kind of cool. Yep. Like from that respect, because I had like a lot of autonomy. Yep. Is they almost they expected you to put together the means for that because you you took your control F one and yeah. you built a little like sample pad yeah, and yeah. stuff out of it custom thing and which I wasn't really like familiar with like the stadium gigs but my very first like experience with like a stadium game is still today the hardest shit I've ever had to do I DJed for the Dayton it wasn't the Dayton uh, oh the arena football no the fucking hockey team oh they were the Dayton bombers, bombers? well it used, to be, it used to be the bombers the bombers but it was like the Dayton. Uh, uh, gyms, Dayton gyms, maybe. Okay. Okay. I totally it was forgot like, about the bombers, man. Just a minute yeah, ago. No, the Dayton demons is what it was. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah. They were, they were ECH. They were a different yeah. a league. Yeah. They were playing at Hair Arena yes. and they were like, Hey, you want to DJ? And it was a uh, B man from one of the radio stations, the rock stations in the area. He got with the radio station I worked for and was like, Hey, does Chris want to work the Dayton demons? I didn't realize how tough a hockey game was to DJ. Holy shit, you have to be... Do you, mm, well, well, part like, of it, especially hockey, you got to know the sport. Yeah, which I, I know a little bit about hockey because all my friends play hockey, but... Um, Hockey's but probably dude. worse than football. Yeah, I mean... Because at least football, there's like... A, you know there's a start and a stop to a, a series of play. Yeah, exactly. Where hockey, it's just like boom, 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 boom. I mean, put it this way. Boom, 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 boom. Put it this way. You're like, Let's say you're playing a song, playing like an EDM song, and then you lower it, the face-off happens. Mm-hmm. Boom. Puck goes out of play immediately. New song. 
it's like holy better, shit better like, have some shit ready yeah it's like oh god you can't play the same song because it makes like yeah it's like constantly just like i mean i was like literally just scroll click scroll click scroll click and i was oh. play 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 and i was like this is fucking stupid <laughs> i was like i hate this but it's like now that i'm well far this was early on in my dj stuff so it's like now it's like i could prep and make like a playlist and have it like queued up and hot yeah, cues yeah. and save loops and i'm like so i could probably do pretty well in it now but that what's was, your favorite kind of gig nowadays yeah that's what i was gonna ask you like with all with your like done a really of, broad scope yeah. of practice like oh, what's God. your favorite that's a scary question because it makes me realize how much i'm not doing right now um I know that feeling. <laughs> oh God! I mean, I want to be doing so much more shit, but I'm not. Um, I would say my favorite gig right now is probably Land of Illusion. Okay. Um, and it's just like I said earlier, it's mostly like top forty house music. They, as long as it's family friendly, clean, I could play whatever I want. Like I, I usually get away with like electro house there and like some EDM house stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll play like redrums of pop, tropical edits, stuff like that. Um. I just like being outside. So I'd be interested to know, um, and I mean, you'll show us, but uh, when you, after we're done with the interview here, you're going to play a set for us. And so since you're such a crowd reading, event driven, reactive DJ, what's your, how do you approach a set like this where it's like, just do what you do or a live stream or anything like that? Pretty much just going to like, so like kind of like based off the live streams I was doing on Facebook, I was just kind of like. Unless people were like asking, everyone's like, "Hey, do a country mix," and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Now I got to dig to my playlist and find my redrums of country and. Mm-hmm. Like, but like for something like today, it'd mm-hmm. be kind of like what I do at like Land of Illusion Aqua. It's like I'm just gonna dive into my like house EDM folder area genre and just kind of mess with mess with that. Is so you that gotta, are you gonna do what? Land of Illusion is that every week? Uh yeah, every Saturday and every Sunday, and then I was there on July fourth as well. Wow. I had no idea. Wow. And then it rolls into uh, Halloween. Halloween. That's where they yeah. picked me up at was Halloween. I bet that's fun. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> if you if you like Halloween at all, man, it's a good time. It's a really yeah. cool spot. And then their sound on their stage is awesome. But like, do you, oh, yeah. At, oh, like, yeah. Is it all the time it is? Like year yeah. round? Yeah. Uh, not not year round. In summer, it's like, they kind of do what Kings Island did. They have really like asshole neighbors that like to call the cops yeah. for noise complaints a lot. For mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so like if you go on their Facebook, it's people. Any bad review is their neighbors, pretty much. Mm. Everyone else loves it, but sound used to like project out, so they would call the cops a lot. Well, he did what Kings Island did, and he got these like, I don't even. They're like green pods, and he places he placed them every six to eight feet. But they like they're perfectly clear music. I don't even know what brand they are or what, but they they don't even look like a speaker. Oh, I see. So, so they fills. They're like front fills. Yeah, they just yeah. bring. But it's like a circle pod, and it like almost like makes it like a bubble. So every six to eight feet, no matter where oh, you walk, okay. you can hear yeah. my, me mixing throughout just the a whole quantity park. of speakers instead of a couple speakers with volume. Yeah. Okay. That's yep. cool. Yep. And then they kind of set my level, and then I just walk in every week, plug in, adjust my I level. I like that approach anyway. I think more clubs should do shit like that. Is that why he I, doesn't do like, concerts anymore? Um, I mean, not really. Uh, so in Halloween last year, I mean he. There's like EDM nights when I'd be going ham sandwich up there, and, <laughs> and he was like, "We got another complaint." I was like, "Fuck him!" <laughs> Tell that cop to come up here. I'm yeah. like, "I'll let him DJ for a second. Yeah. I'll play some bad boys." Like, <laughs> yeah, because we were we were in talks for a minute to do a concert there because we did the one with um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Bone Thugs and, and, and Dioro and, and all that stuff. And uh, I contacted him. I don't know, probably about six months ago, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna have to get back with you because our neighbors are complaining and they don't want." Big concerts here, but, which is very true. They do complain a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you ever went back and talks with them, Brett is his name. He's Brett, a good friend mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can say, hey, Tony's a good friend of mine. 
Just listen to what he has to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's all about, I mean, every year Brett would always come to me like, Hey man, how do we like throw this full blown, like concert was like people dancing and everything like that. I'm like, dude, like, well, it's to say, I know a guy. It's funny because my brother has sold him probably the last 10 of his cars. Oh yeah. So yeah. And my brother connected us and I, the thing that I did, I was pretty much hired as a talent buyer for that show. Ended up producing this show and being a talent buyer and, and, and whatever. And production whatever, whatever. manager. And and that's everything. when I first met Brett. Yeah. Um, and just so happened, he knew my brother. So we connected a couple of times. That's how I actually got his personal number and I called him. That's when he told me that we never reconnected because just so much shit started happening. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, if he's able to do events, um absolutely down because yeah. that venue is nice dope yeah. dude i love that spot and then every year they're like hey chris like let's do edm night and i'm like oh hell yeah dude like mm-hmm. let's let's go like i mean this year it's gonna be a little weird on edm night just because I, they're having their like costume contest at the end of it and i'm just like i mean maybe people will come down for it i don't know it's um, funny because when we we had our local dayton dayton silent disco crew here and john chapel was talking about that the halloween about the how weird it was to like have a costume contest and like i I like, don't know. Yeah, we want to we want to play music. <laughs> yeah, like it had to on? stop the whole party and yeah. made it weird. And yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna talk with them guys. Patrick, he's like the main sound engineer. I'll talk with him and just be like, we're gonna set it up to where I will end, and then we'll start the costume contest. Like mm-hmm. after that, like because I'm not like getting on the microphone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the costume. Yeah, uh, like no. <laughs> but on like so yeah. one of those uh, land of illusions um, gigs, or even like what you're gonna play here, or a live stream or something. Do you? Do you have kind of a playlist structure or are you like, are you literally just going to go like whatever I jumps out at me right now? I'm going to play or is it somewhere? I mean, in the if we middle? look at it like right now, like I'm just, so like if I go to my, like, since I said, I just switched the record box. If I jump in my aqua folder right now, I mean, I got like, for instance, like there's a titanium remix on my mind, a Billy Jean, like house mix. Uh, I mean, I just all over the fucking page really party rockers yeah it's all the way through yeah, yeah. right uh, but i guess what i'm getting yeah. at is since since you don't have your crowd here do you is there an how do you do your ordering is it is it random is it do you I what really you're feeling it. is it, or do you have kind of i know what pre-made kind of. mini mixes of transitions that you kind of know that uh, you like to block together you yeah know back with serato i'd probably say like there was a couple songs that i always mix with another song okay just because it flowed so smooth like mm-hmm. i always did like open format i would do like it's tricky and then it hit like this eight beat loop or whatever. And I would loop like a one beat on it. And I would bring in like this clap that went into baby got back, but it was uh okay. two change. She got a big booty. So I call her big booty. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like right on the beat or whatever. And then once it hit like the eight count, I would just backspin the tricky and then bring it right into the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It's like, so I always did that. And then someone at the bar was like, oh, here comes Baby Got Back. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I got to switch this shit now. I was like, I can't be predictive. But So the 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 Aqua, that's the water park thing that you yeah. always see? Okay. Yeah. That's probably my favorite gig right now. Okay. Just because it's outside. It's fun. It's like they let me kind of play whatever I want. That's cool. So um, you're just playing to like a, a crowd of people just yep. get, getting in the pool? and Yeah. The so uh, I would say before Father's Day weekend, it was pretty slow. And then... Uh, on July 4th, there was well over a thousand people in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, the Saturday was almost 1200 people in the park. And then Sunday, I want to say it was another like 1100. So it's wow. like, it's been super busy lately. And it's like, that makes for solid gigs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I try to name drop myself as much as yeah. possible in there. I'm like, Hey guys, the problem is, <clears throat> I don't know what it is. And you guys probably have this experience too. Maybe not doing big clubs, but bars and events. 
if somebody sees you with a microphone and they hear your voice, they're like, can you give my friend a birthday shout out? <laughs> I'm just like, shit. <laughs> like, I feel so bad. Like, if this, if this lady is ever watching this, I'm sorry, but I hid my microphone in my coffin case behind one of my CDJs. And she's like, hey, she was like, can you give my son a birthday shout out? I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I left my microphone at home. I was like, I'm sorry. And it's not that I didn't want to do it because I know if I did it for if you her, do one. I'm, I shit you not, I did like 16 birthday shout outs like three weeks ago. And I'm like, Oof. dude, F this. I was like, happy birthday to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Everybody's birthday. I don't care. <laughs> and always the worst is like, oh, like it's my friend's birthday. Well, not till Monday, but I'm like, well, go fucking come, come back, back Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not your birthday. Like, So what's your, what's your least favorite type of gig? I mean, not necessarily the ones you're doing now, but like no, style yeah, or gonna, manner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want you to sell anybody out. My no. least favorite gig. I guess like that you're still willing to do, but you'll grumble about it. Like, uh, I because got, the like, money's a, right. 16 or, I got you know. the answer right here. Okay. Weddings. Weddings. Okay. My God, dude. Yeah. Weddings stress me out. Yeah. And it's like, I love weddings because it's like, it makes people happy. And mm-hmm. it's like, I know how I was at my wedding. I was happy. I was dancing. It was a good time. But the amount of work. Oh my gosh. That goes into a wedding. And you're there all day. Yeah. It's like Columbus and Crew. The you're expectation there all day. Like, of perfection yeah. from so many people. Yeah. And it's like, I love helping the company I work for, like do weddings and stuff because it's like, I'm like their main DJ. Like I'm the guy that's training all their other DJs right now, me mm-hmm. and one other DJ. And it's like, I know when I go to a wedding, people are expecting like, oh, it's a wedding DJ. And then I just like rip the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. Like I use some Denon controller. I mean, the MX 800 or whatever it is. Yeah. MCX 8000 probably something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know, (laughs) but I just use that because that's what they have for the company. And I just, I rip it and I feel good at the end because everyone's dancing. Like a couple weeks ago, I had uh, a mom, she came up and I've never had a mom high five me. She's like, (laughs) you did so fucking good. And I was like, and this was like a fancy wedding at Liberty town center, downtown Dayton by the uh, Dayton arcade. And I was like, okay, cool. Like it's a good feeling. Yeah. But dude, it's like Columbus crew. You're there all day. First one there. And Last like, one to leave. Yeah. And it's like, man, I would rather like make the same amount of money and go to like a bar that night and just have my whole day wide open. But that'd probably be my least favorite gig is weddings. It's stress like I have a wedding this Friday and I'm already stressing about it. <laughs> Not happy Losing about sleep. It. Yeah. So who uh who inspires you? Oh yeah. Uh <clears throat> to like DJ or just in general? Who did you see that made you want to do this? Oh, God, I wish I had the right answer to that. Um Tony DeSorrow. <laughs> no actually so funny story about that though so i've never met tony face everybody to face. that's from dayton has a tony desaro dj story yeah so i don't know if anyone's actually inspired me that company kind of like my cousin was dating that guy at adobe's and he was like oh come dj or whatever and then i've noticed i was listening to a shit ton of calvin harris like mm. just i mean he's kind of a boring dj but he produces amazing shit mm-hmm. and so that'd probably be the guy that like inspired me and then i heard about skrillex and everything and i'm like what the hell is it and Skrillex's first like sound, I was like, this is way too much for me, dude. This is yeah. like, oh my God. Just, yeah. just, I'm like, fuck. Dude, like, That's scary I got a I did like Beavis and Butthead, the remake of their show was like Bash and Skrillex. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't even know. But um, but going back to Tony here, I've never met Tony. Like I said, my wife has known Tony for years because her ex used to go out with him and he was a DJ as well. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife on the way here, uh, she's like, you want me to go with you? And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it's cool. I'll be all right. She, she was like, what's wrong? And she could tell I was nervous today. And I was like, you know, I was like, I've met Mo. I've never met David, but I was like, I've never DJed in front of Tony ever in my life. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of fucking nervous. And she was like, babe, she's like, you'll be fine. She's like, obviously Tony's listened to your shit on Facebook before. Yeah. There's like, a reason that he contacted you. to Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, like, 
But I don't know. I was just a little nervous because I've never met Tony. So it's nice to finally meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know how impressive it's going to be based off what I you I mean, bring to the again, table. what David just said, you're here for a reason. Yeah. Um, when I do reach out, it's, you know, to a certain level. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have reached out. Cool. I appreciate and, it. Absolutely. And, you know, just by the way, I mean, we've done this a couple hundred times by now. So, like, there's not any one type of dj or type of sound that we look for or mm -hmm. or are impressed more if you play it it's we're like oh that's what he does cool, yeah, cool. like okay. it's yeah. yeah we want to see what you do and so. like i was telling tony like i literally just got this a week and a half ago no i feel like i'm pretty comfortable break, break it in yeah. so yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> but the only thing i haven't really figured out yet which with the 1000 like the srt and stuff i always use the echo effect mm -hmm. but with this for some reason the echo is like fucking with me a lot and i'm trying to so i just reverb the <laughs> shit out of everything I'm like, okay, <laughs> but yeah like i mean like before i would set the echo low and then bring it in yeah Post fader that shit and then maybe like, maybe there's some quantized function or something probably i just haven't yeah, dived, there should dived be a quantized button up here yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because the only time I've ever seen you DJ like in person was at was for CrossFit. So I've never oh, God. I've never heard you. That was on the XX2 or the SX2, yeah. which I totally forgot oh. that equipment too. Man, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't much. remember that one coming up. <laughs> so I've never actually forgot about that one. seen you live like do your thing. So this will be a treat for me as well. Okay. And well, it's like I said, it's no pressure. Like we just we have the conversation and we're like, oh, now we get to listen to the DJ play music. It's like a relief for us. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if you, if you guys not played on it much, I mean, feel free to jump in. I don't care. I mean, I'm not looking don't, for the spotlight. Don't, don't threaten us with a good time. <laughs> I told my wife on the way here, I was like, or on before I left. And I was like, you know, I'm not sure how long I'll be. I was like, cause I'll probably do my recorded mix. And I was like, and then I was like, if Tony jumps on, I'm staying until fucking you leave. <laughs> so I, like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know. I've played on the CDJ 2000 next is the first yeah. model. And it's like, I hated just the blue waveform. And it's like with this man, I'll tell you right now, if you've never, I mean, I know you review, so you've played with it. I've watched yeah, the videos. I reviewed the yeah. But it's almost like cheating for DJs. Really? Dude. Like, I mean, before you would have like the, the four counts up top, mm -hmm. whatever they're called. This one, you actually have a full blown waveform showing you. And it's like, you got your damn computer on the screen. Mm -hmm. So like, if I'm playing this over here, Oh, you can see the other side? Yeah, like right there. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. So if I'm queuing this side up, right there is your whole waveform. So it's, and then vice versa. Damn, it goes off I, the master deck. So I did not realize that. Yes, yeah. The only thing I haven't mastered yet, which with Serato, I was really good at, was like playing transition songs. So like if I would download a 128 to like 70 or oh. 128 to 100 mm -hmm. in Serato, I could do it snapping my fingers. But with this, I'm like, put on the headphones. All right, here we go. And then, okay. Do you, like, so is it at. Uh, actually that it's different or is it the uh, confidence thing i don't know if it's a confidence because thing. i say similar yeah. things about tractor all the time yeah. and i know tony has too like especially about looping and stuff yeah. like i i trust a tractor loop with my life mm -hmm. but anything else i'm like ah, okay and, and i don't know why it probably is fine but <laughs> which is something i've been doing a lot with this since i've got it a week and a half ago like i'll just set my own little manual loop with it being quantized and i'll just chop it up and do yeah. it that way instead of doing like which I do like on this one. It has a four count and an eight count auto loop already. Yeah, yeah. And that right there is awesome because if you remember the 1000, yeah. I don't know if you actually change your settings. I usually set mine to 32. But like that, that four, yeah, auto the, four, it's like. Yeah, you got you to either plus it up or plus yeah. or, or down. You yeah. know, but you used manually. to have to hold like shift and plus up to go up or down. And I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of nice because then you could just chop it up from there as well. But. So what's next? What do you, what do you got planned in the future? Like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take this? It's a good question because I've been having this conversation with myself a lot. And I mean, maybe you guys feel the same way too. It's like, you want to be somewhere you're not 
how do I take those next steps? Mm-hmm. One, I feel like this is a great fucking start right here. Talking to you guys, picking your guys' brains a little bit. That's what um, we're here for. Yeah. Believe it or not, I don't have a website. So I've always went through social media, everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why am I going to pay for a website when everyone just hits me up social media anyways? Sure. Um, so I'm going to get a website. Uh, Brett from Land of Illusion, actually his guy is actually going to make it for me. I haven't even reached out to him, but he told him about it two days ago. So cool. cool. That's the next step. Um, I don't, I've always wanted to play a festival. I don't care if I'm the opening act and there's 12 people out there mm-hmm. or just something because some of these DJs, I feel like they just get there because they produce music yeah. and it's true. Or, and it's or like hard. we were saying earlier, they know somebody true. Yeah. You know? And it's, it really is about who, you know, <laughs> like if, if Tony was like this gigantic, like Tiesto like creature and he can go, Hey David, you're, you're playing like, you're going to open this set or whatever for me. And then Mo's going to come on after you. And then I'm going to headline it just because he knows you guys. Mm-hmm. It's Uncle T. But I would love to play like a festival. I feel like once I would DJ the festival, I'd probably be like, okay, that was cool. Like whatever. Mm. On to the next thing. But like I want to be more of an event DJ. Like I'm DJing an event for Victoria's Secret at Cincinnati Zoo in a couple weeks. Oh, that's And it's like dope. So like I've never DJed in a zoo. Like that's pretty dope. Yeah. It's going to be like, I guess covered, but not in like a convention area. Like people are just going to be walking. They, they're closing the zoo down from six to nine. Mm-hmm. So it's like a private event. I don't even know where I'm DJing, but they said I won't be in a building. They said I'll be covered with shade, but I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, put you in a lion cage. Dude. <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, how cool would it be if like lions were behind me? I was like, I'm live streaming the shit out of yeah. it. <laughs> doing a photo op, we're yeah. doing the whole thing. Yeah. I would like to be an event DJ, but not do a lot of weddings. Okay. Yeah. If that I makes feel you. sense. No, no, I feel you on that. <laughs> you sound I, like I, Mo. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm at the point in my mobile career where I'm, I'm kind of done with weddings. Just, It's just the people can sometimes be not so like you said they don't appreciate what you do yeah and a lot of them do but but like you're saying with the negative comments it, you know it just takes like one or two where they kind of oh give gosh, you man. a negative feedback and you feel bad because like it's i mean it's only their wedding yeah you know and they, and they have some things but you know you almost just kind of have to suck it up too like yeah. what are you going to do like get shitty with them on their wedding exactly Dude, i'll tell you what so based off like the wedding what you're just talking about with like one bad thing that happens so my big thing is i'm in a bar i'm in a club let's say this catches on fire or like the whole thing just fucking explodes. You got mm-hmm. touch tunes. You got something as a backup that mm-hmm. you can play yeah. for music or whatever until you fix your shit or whatever. And it's like, okay, like no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. People are going to be upset. That shit happens they'll at get, a wedding. They'll get over it. Mm-hmm. You're fucking done. Yeah. You're refunding all their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pissed off at you. Like one of my roommate buddies, uh, do you know Dan Velasquez? Big Mexican guy that used to hang out with Emily and Spears a lot. Sounds really familiar. You probably know his face. Probably, uh, yeah, yeah. He was a he actually worked for that DJ company when I first started. He was DJing a wedding and that for that same company and we're supposed to check the music to make sure. And one of our DJs was playing the first dance and it was like thirty four seconds long. Oh. And the song was like supposed to be four minutes. Mm-hmm. So it shuts off and he just restarts the song and it's like uh, Oh dude, full refund. Oh full awkward. refund. Awkward. Yeah. Wow. I was like, dude, this sucks. There's like, a bad gig story right there. That is yeah. horrible. I wasn't yeah. there, thank God. That's a nightmare. You screw that up at the club, you're, it doesn't ruin your paycheck. No, exactly. It's yeah. like like I've at Adobe's, I can't tell you how many times like the amp was like behind the I don't even know. There was something behind the bar, like an amp with yeah. like the main in house settings. Yeah. And they wouldn't clean the back of it and it had like dust and it would just like overheat and it would shut off. Mm-hmm. Mm. And one of the managers was like, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? And I was like, ain't fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my booth monitor's still on. Like, I don't, yeah. cause my wife was working. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what the hell you mean? I turned down the booth monitor. It was dead quiet. And I was like, 
the fuck? <laughs> You're in there rocking out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I actually, I crawled up in the, the bar or whatever, and I was like taking all the dust off and yeah. it started working again. And I'm like, but, but at a bar, you have backups. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever. And it's like a wedding. It's like. You, you get one shot. One shot. I mean, we do have a lot of backups at weddings. We have a backup computer. That Denon MCX 8000 mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you can switch to like USB and. The standalone for two yeah. channel mode. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we have three, two backups, one main. So I've never had a problem with it, but it still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get it. So what's one piece of advice you would give to new GGA starting out? Buy the equipment you want first off. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't buy all this other shit. If you want the flagship 3000, you go buy it real quick. Right now. Station. <laughs> Do not. All just, right, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I feel attacked. I'm, seriously, if I could go back and beat the shit out of myself, I would. Like, I mean, just. Like, I mean, all the equipment I've owned, man, and I'm all the debt and like jumping back and forth yeah. and selling this, selling that. Mm-hmm. And when I wanted this from the start and I was like, you know what? This is just too much money. Why should I spend that? And then I, so I bought all the denim stuff because it was kind of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause what are you going to sell this for? I mean, exactly. My wife was like, you're just going to turn around and sell this in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, uh, I, I was like, the top so, of the mountain. I, think. I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, babe, there is no other better equipment on the market. There is one better mixer, but I couldn't like come to my realization of buying a V10 or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. We're still on our festival stage right still, now. Yeah. We're still Nexus 2s. Really? Like, yeah, some people are asking for 3000s, but Dude, you they're can, not necessary. You no, these, yeah. You can rent these bad boys out and make your money back. And problem is months. I wouldn't be able to DJ through the week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just use Get the pair. Yeah, just use <laughs> the those on the road. So actually yeah. I have a, uh, which I haven't confirmed it yet, but I have a Sweetwater, one of these on order that was on order f- like From a month a year ago. ago. Oh, and so they're like, oh, we should get more like at the end of the summer. And I'm just like thinking like, should I get three? <laughs> I don't know. It's better than two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of like, which I don't know, I've never really messed with the Nexus twos, only the Nexus ones. And I really wasn't that confident in DJing without a computer. But like with this, I do find myself always like if this one's playing, I'm looking for that next song after that one. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm constantly on the same, mm. which obviously I got play lock on and I don't, fuck up and right. <laughs> load a different song mm-hmm. or some shit. But Made that mistake before. Yeah, yeah. which I'm going to make it today on the live. <laughs> like, um, so being an open format DJ, top three, gen- three genres of music. Uh, well, pop being number one, just because pop was like what got me in the radio. And uh, believe it or not, I mean, what would you even label like? I mean, I guess you could say house, I guess. Like house pop because I play a lot of mashups of pop house music, and then trap nowadays is like hip hop. It used to be like something else, but now it's mm-hmm. hip hop. So that's why it's like I don't know what genre I even am anymore. Because <laughs> damn, some country songs sound but, super trappy too nowadays. So, you know? Just because my wife loves country, I'd probably say the third one would be country because yeah. I play a lot of country remixes. Like I mean, I still bust out Shania Twain like every other night at the bar, just because it's a party please like mm-hmm. song. And I've been trying to actually teach a lot of DJs like that it factor song. Like when you yeah. drop crank that by soldier boy, people lose their shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you all shit. Like yeah. just immediately, like I was doing my people, old high school knocking down. I shit you not, dude. I did my old high school prom at Stebbins and this was two years ago and I'm playing like the hip hop songs they wanted, probably some Jack Harlow shit. And they're all walking like off to go to like the photo booth. Mm-hmm. And I just like backspun and just, Ooh, and they fucking all sprinted right back out. And I was like, get your ass back. I was like, don't you fucking leave my nope. Yeah. But just noped them right back. Those like it factor songs is kind of like what does it for me. Hmm. And it's like, that's why I've been trying to teach all these DJs that I'm training. It's, and they're like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, you just got to know. Yeah. 
it's like yeah by usher people know that peace up a town done mm-hmm. it's like yeah. yeah by or uh get low by little john everybody knows that but it dum 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 like yeah so i was like you can start those right fresh right off the fucking start you ain't yeah. gotta beat match yep. it or do anything mm-hmm. um that's if you're open format and you're kind of playing right ratchet ass shit <laughs> yeah but um so pop probably house and then country because i do play a lot of like like a lot of country, like upbeat remixes and stuff too. Like I have some country house music in here. So interesting. Yeah. Is that what you enjoy listening to as well? <sighs> you like know, when you're not DJing, what do you listen to? Oh shit. That's a tough question. Cause mm. if I'm not DJing, usually I'm in my library just scrolling through shit. Um, if I bust out Spotify, let's say it's mostly movie soundtracks. Interesting. Hmm. Like what so types scores of or yeah. I'll put it this way. I can clean my whole house to the greatest showman sound soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as of lately, I've been watching or listening to top gun one and two soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. I love that shit, like movie related stuff, but like, I don't know. It just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Like, hmm. I'd probably say just like basic pop stuff, really. Just like today's top hits, put it on the background. If I'm working out, I'll load up one of my like SoundCloud mixes and just, mm. I know like I'm like, I label it like hard as shit, like trap dubstep. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like this will get me moving. <laughs> or like, it's a great name for I, a playlist. <laughs> I enjoy listening to a lot of like 70s stuff too. Okay. Which I don't know a ton of 70s music, but it's like that era, which I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of opened that doorway to mm. me. Because I'm like, what the hell is, like, I didn't even know who Cat Stevens was. Uh-huh. Mm. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? But then I started listening to him while I was doing house projects around the I've house. been on a Bee Gees kick for about the last <laughs> couple months. Yeah. He was like, listening to him when I came over the other day. Okay, oh. I'll fucking mix in staying alive for you. <laughs> or at least try it. <laughs> have it, have it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just try to listen to a little bit of everything. Uh, I'd probably say it's my downfall. Is like I don't listen to like everything like mm-hmm. I probably should. Like I'm so out of... I think, I think that's the open format DJ conundrum yeah. or the wedding DJ conundrum yeah. is like how much do you focus on those those 10 or 20 bangers that you know are going to go yeah. off at any morning versus like all the new stuff, the contemporary stuff like within the past two to three years. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm all over the place. Yeah. No, <laughs> I feel you. I totally, de- I totally understand. It's my defect. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would like to, like if someone asked me to play a dubstep set, I would be shit out of luck. I'd be like, <laughs> what's even hot right now? I don't even know. Like, cause I have direct music service where I get all my music from. Okay. And it's like, I don't know, like they don't really have, they got like house bootlegs and like EDM, like house poppy shit. And I'm just like, if I was a DJ, like let's say Tony was like, Hey Chris, you're on this stage or whatever. It's hard ass dubstep and drum and bass. It's like, I'm going to do some serious homework. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. like let's get a set list together and let's do this. And I'd be panicking. I mean, obviously I would obviously practice it mm-hmm. well in advance and be good at it. But, but that genre, like I don't really mess with it too much. Yeah. Um, trap. I used to mess with a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. But every kid nowadays, if you ask what trap is, oh, future, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Uh, my trap was something completely different yeah, than for that. Sure. Like, yeah. I don't, it kind of just blurred trap from like the early, like, uh, 20 teens. Yeah. Or even you know, like all the trap remixes, that would be like a top 40 song or like a rap song. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many Migos, like, trap songs I have that go hard as shit. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, trap to them is basic future songs. Like, life is good. Play that trap song. Yeah. Okay, that's trap. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what genre is what anymore. Yeah, it's I mean, all, all it, blended together. Country yeah. is pop. It yeah. keeps happening over and over again. Yeah. A, it's, the it's genres a, evolve into new things, and then they evolve. They recycle back into the old things that they were, mm-hmm. and you never know what they're called anymore. Yeah, and, yep, absolutely crazy. What well, about you guys? What's next for you guys? I don't that's know. An excellent question. For uh, for me, I'm gonna stop doing weddings. 
like I want to get more into event based stuff, like yeah. one off, you know, whether it be like, uh, like I had a birthday party a couple of weeks ago and that was like kind of what opened my eyes to like, man, this is way easier than a wedding. You know, guys, it was a surprise birthday party. It was a 70th birthday. So it's like I had this wide aperture of music because he liked like a lot of modern music. Oh, yeah. But then all his buddies that were there, you know, they want to listen to the old 60s, 70s and 80s stuff. Yeah. So I was rocking that. And then like some of his kids' friends were coming up, you know, because his kids are like in their 30s. And like, oh, yeah. they were coming up and asking for all this stuff. So it was like this really cool experience. And I was like, man, this is I like this. This is like a good, right? good strike zone, yeah. you know, pretty yeah. wide. Did you have fun though? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like me, it's like like at a birthday party, like you just said, you can go like brick house, mm-hmm. you can go right, exactly. yeah. and then you can go right in the first class by Jack Harlow. Yep, and then you can go yeah by Usher. You can play Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. You mm-hmm. can, I mean, you're all right in that one hundred five range. Eminem. I mean, you can go fucking anywhere. Yeah, and it's like that's what I enjoy. It's like, and then I'll go off the deep end and play like a fifties like trap or like a a twerk mix of like Johnny B. Good or some shit. It's like. <laughs> Like I love throwing curveballs and like people are like, yeah. holy shit, yeah. that was sweet. Yeah, like, I threw yeah. some Beatles in there and then yep. I even threw some reggae. Dude, Twist yeah. and Shout still that shit goes. Be- yeah, B Funk says like Twist and Shout. Like <laughs> he said, that's a just a thing. Wow. There, there's it, a re-drum that Fuse did. Uh-huh. F-U-S-E, I believe. And it's it just like it drops and dun 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 dun. And dude, every time it hits, dude, it just I played in a set with like Disco Inferno and <laughs> a bunch of shit. But it's like I also work at the casino a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not my favorite gig, but it's okay. It's not bad. The pictures look good whenever you're there. Oh, they look sexy because yeah. like, now I got the sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more so like, I mean, I get bitched out there for being too loud too because mm. older people. Some dude in the high limit table last weekend, or not table because they don't have tables there, but the high limit area. He was like, I'd rather not even hear music if this is what he's going to play. And I was like, some one of the bartenders told me this. And I was like, man, like. I started off with like 60s, 70s. I jumped to like today's shit. I went back to 50s. I'm like, at the time he was bitching, I just wasn't playing his music. Right. He just wanted a bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, man, go lose your money. I'd rather hear ding, 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 the whole time, right? Yep. Fucking moron. Yeah. Like literally, like I was like, man, people complain though all the time. And I'm just like, can't you just keep your fucking mouth shut for two minutes? Like I love everybody. And I'm like the nicest guy. Why must you be a thief? A joy, a joy thief. Yeah. yeah, and it like it sucks the mood right out of me too. I don't know about you guys, but if someone's like, absolutely, if someone's like, hey, play my song, you don't get to it, and they're like, oh, like you suck because you're like, trying you're to work, terrible, in, you're, you're like, trying to work it in, yeah. or there's other requests or whatever. And it's yeah. like I know I'm not that bad, and it's like you just like criticize me, and now I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yes. and then I get defensive, and I get mad, and then yes. yep, heads start flying. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. not I'm not aggressive yeah. at all. Spinning back kicks for I would I'd rather give you a hug than tie kick the shit out of you. But. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah? Sorry, your, your turn, Dave. What's um, probably adding uh, some more. I've said, I've, I've said this before, so I'm I'm going to get called out by our audience, maybe. But um, adding more live elements to my setup, uh, like keys and synths and things, uh, kind of getting my producer side yeah. involved again by adding it to my DJing rather than sitting and working on music. Yeah, you know. Um, it's hard to find time to do both right now it's very which it seems like whenever you sit down and you're like hey like if i like how much time do you actually have in a day you probably have a little bit of time but when you think about it like when you're constantly busy you're like i got no time i got no time i got no time yeah and i I also have another problem where like any time that i would 
devote to myself as an artist, I usually spend on passionate DJ, Yeah, which I don't necessarily feel bad about, but I do acknowledge that it's like, geez, when was the last time I played an actual gig? You know, mm-hmm. so I, it is something that I would like to play some shows. That's probably a good answer too. Well, today is your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to play. <laughs> no. Tony? Uh, me, uh, what do I have coming up? Going on the road for about five weeks. Um, doing breakaway Kansas city, coming back to Kentucky motor speedway, doing interstellar and then breakaway Michigan, breakaway Ohio, two weeks off Charlotte and Oakland Coliseum. Nice. Yeah. Other than that, DJ wise, all I do is scratch scratching, scratching the electronic game. No, 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 not at all. Like I said, I haven't played since 2017 because of everything you just reiterated. Yeah. You know, like I, um, I was playing a PSG gig and I was opening for Morgan Page. And um, there was a whole group of college kids that were watching the opening DJ play, which was all their buddies. He's the one that sold the tickets to them. And he was great. He was playing Jay-Z, you know, all this hip hop and stuff. And he was great. I went on and all the kids just cleared the floor. I was like, oh, you know, my buddy was on the dance floor and overheard the kids like, this guy sucks, you know? So I just like, just the criticism and everything that's kind of why i backed out it started giving me anxiety and i didn't want to deal with it um it hurts man oh yeah absolutely i mean i've been doing it for 30 years and for somebody to not even know what they're talking about saying that you suck criticize you yeah you know what i mean it's just like i just stepped away from it for a while but um well i know that and now that we've kind of created a little bubble where we can express ourselves however we want it's kind of like a lot of times i'm like i'll just turn on the camera and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like do some passionate DJ stuff and yep. I yeah. don't have to deal with that uh, other than the occasional YouTube comment, maybe, but right. Right. that was actually that one thing rarely that like, happens held me up during like the whole COVID like Facebook streams. I was like, you know, like if I'm at a bar or club, it's like, I'm, I'm great DJing, but I was nervous about going to Facebook live because I'm like, shit, like if I mess up, people are just going to be like, <laughs> Oh, I messed up terrible. Or, or like, let's say something froze or something. And everyone just like, I was petrified. I was shaking. Like I literally was like doing jumping jacks before I went live on Facebook. And you were kind of brave too. Cause you were doing like at lunch. Oh yeah. I was doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> it was like when everybody's taking downtime, he, he was firing up. Yeah. I was like, that's a, it's a gutsy move. Cotton. I tell, you, I, I tell you what, man, I was sitting at the pub at the green and mm-hmm. there was talks about COVID shutting everything down and the bars are going to be closed. And then there was, it was that Sunday night after St. Patty's day. So St. Patty's day was Saturday. It was that Sunday when they, they got word that, hey, Governor DeWine is shutting down everything. Every restaurant at like nine o'clock tonight and won't be open mm-hmm. until further notice or whatever. And I literally looked at my wife and I was like, first thing tomorrow, I'm going live and I'm going to DJ for everybody that's not at w- or not working mm. or whatever and just stuck in their house. And I'm like, I'm just going to DJ. And then she was like, babe, you should like put your Venmo out there. And she was like, someone might donate to you or something. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just be real with you. The first day I made $750. Yeah, you were the first person I saw do that. Yeah. And I was like, and then. I'm not, it's all right. I, I know everybody, which yeah. I mean, the second day I made like 200 and something and third day it was like a hundred something. And then after that it was like 22, 15, seven, three. And I'm like, Facebook, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck no more. You yeah. No more. Yeah. yeah. But, um, fuck you pay me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you pay me. But, um, I forget where I was even fucking going with that shit, but, um, it was fun while it lasted, but I was, like I said, I was just so fucking nervous. Just, I don't know. I didn't want to like fuck up anything. And, I was I was scheduling my lunch breaks around your sets. Man. Oh, thanks, man. And that's what people remember are the fuck ups. Yeah, that's yeah. what they want to talk about. They don't remember how fucking like it's. Yeah, like if I haven't messed up here at this mix, 
turns and be like, hey, like Chris fucked that one up. Like, yeah, <laughs> Which is fine. It's like, you hey, know what the cool part about that is? I have editing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I will say this. I'm my DJ boss, and I live by this motto a lot. And maybe I do need to test myself a lot. But he says, if you don't fuck up, you're not trying. Right. Mm-hmm. So right, it's right. like, if, if, you know who told us that? Richie Houghton. Yeah. So it's like sometimes I'll try to get creative in certain ways, and I'm like, oh shit, Take it out like, of time, bring yeah. it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's no uh, one set way of doing any of this. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's artistic expression. Yeah. Period. And no, I won't criticize you because I don't criticize. No, yeah. I mean, based <laughs> off, yeah. I mean, I won't criticize. When I first started DJing, I, I thought like I was like this big guy or whatever, and I definitely took a stab at EJ in Dayton because uh, EJ was claiming he was the best DJ I'm like dog I've seen you DJ like you ain't shit like, <laughs> but then like come to find out when I started understanding like the DJ game uh-huh. and then I got mature because I was really immature when I was 21 and I was like dude okay. yeah. I was like okay like I was a dick and I told him I was a dick and then we actually DJed a couple bars together and stuff and I'm like okay like so we crushed that beef but I'm like man I was a dick at first <laughs> like I'm sorry like yeah so sorry if you're listening out there <laughs> yeah Cool. Well, we appreciate you sharing some time with us. Please come back in the future. You're always welcome here. I will be here tomorrow. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. And of course, hopefully we get to have a little bit of fun here. Absolutely. Please show us what you got, man. I'm shouting about that. (laughs) (laughs) So don't forget to like, share and subscribe, share the podcast with everyone and um, wash your damn hands. Keep on spinning. Keep on spinning. See you guys. Was that recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. I was looking at that and I didn't see a time going because oh. I'm not used to your app there. And I was like, I hope that's fucking recording. <laughs> <laughs>